thrilled to be here. Hi, everybody. Can I can I share? There we go. Share my screen. Kate, can you make me the big one? I am here to talk to you about the eight eights of data value. Ben was talking about how complicated things can be. I try and make it as simple as possible. So there are eight ways I have seen companies, enterprises, people get value out of data. And I'm going to share them all with you and help you kind of direct and focus your data science activity toward bringing value to your enterprises. As Kate said, oh, and thank you, Kate. Kate's the first date, the first unofficial date, which rhymes with great. This is my favorite picture of Kate here with this book that she hasn't destroyed yet. Lots of people get in the book. Hopefully they will all destroy it in the way Ben suggested, but check out the book, telling your data story, data storytelling for data management. And as uh, it's actually the number one data book in performing arts, according to Amazon bestsellers, because through some sort of AI classification process, I am ranking 193 in performing arts. Hey, I'll take it. So that makes it the number one data book in performing arts. And of course, Bernie realized and loved the fact that it is 99% buzzword free. That's a guarantee I can guarantee. Too many buzzwords in this space out here. You wanna try and clear the buzzwords. Let me start with a couple right away that aren't buzzwords. Data is about truth and meaning. Determine the truth and then derive meaning. It's not chicken or egg here, it is egg and omelet. You gotta do truth first before you do meaning. I'm a truth guy, obviously, hence the meaning of my truth hat. Some of you have noticed. When I say that, I mean things like data management is the way you determine the truth in data. Business intelligence in all its iterations, data science, artificial intelligence, machine learning, all the rest of that, that's how you derive meaning. But you got to do truth first. Data governance, data management, data stewardship, master data, metadata, reference data, MDM, RDM, PIM, all those great things that make sure you've got that foundation and you can avoid some of that munging and wrangling work that all you data scientists are always complaining about. Let's stamp out munging in our lifetime, shall we? The, th the reason people want to use data, the reason enterprises exist is to provide value to your relationships through your brands at scale, at scale, scales where data comes in, scales where technology comes in. Can't have technology with hardware, software, data. You can't have data without data management. But think about the value you bring to your organization and point it at the most important things that your organization has, which are relationships and brands. Keep that in mind. Fill in the blanks on your own side if you like. What are your relationships? What are your brands? How do they provide value? I can go a whole lot deeper here, but I only have about like seven minutes left. So the eight eights of data value, let's roll them right now, shall we? The first one is relate. I said relationships. Every business wants to relate. You want to build relationships. You want to grow relationships. You want to develop relationships. You want to mitigate the risk of some relationships. You want to stay in compliance of certain things about relationships, but you all have to have relationships. If you don't have relationships, you do not have a business. Simple as that. But before you relate, you got to validate. You got to make sure that relationship is okay to have. You got to make sure you don't have a duplicate. You want to search before you create. You want to make sure you've got some sort of standardized process that doesn't allow garbage to come in 
before it starts to go out. G-I-G-O, I can go a whole other 10 minutes on just that one. I call it the golden rule of data. Do upon your data as you would have it do upon you. But first, you got to validate. Then you want to integrate. You want to take all these disparate sources of data you've got and pull them all together somehow, some way. I'm not going to design it for you. I'm a why guy, not a how guy. But that's what many of you try to do when you take at least two or more sources of data and try and bang them together. That's integrate. Is it standardized? Is it structured? Is it integratable in a seamless way? That's for you to figure out. But you want to integrate, get a product 360, customer 360, identity 360. All those things mean you've got to integrate. Then you want to aggregate. How do you take everything you've got and pull it all together and get an understanding of reporting? So much reporting is about aggregation, right? How many things do we have and what markets are they in and what kind are they and who owns them? Really standardized structured data helps you aggregate. Almost all reporting is some form of aggregation, rolling things up on some sort of hierarchy, some sort of classification scheme, some sort of taxonomy. All that structured data that I talk about so much is key to that. But a lot of value comes from aggregating data. Then you want to interoperate. How do machines talk to other machines? Interoperability is probably the word of the century here. Interoperability allows you to scale. So when you've got standardized structured data or data that you have figured out with attributes, with triggers, with whatever kind of crazy stuff you all are working on, how does it? How do you put it into production? How do you put it into a situation where machines and other computers get to share it with each other across parties, across markets, across all these disparate different places that you're trying to make work together in a seamless fashion. If you're into the IoT, that's all about interoperability, period. Then you want to evaluate. Once you build that foundation of validated data, structured data, integrated data, aggregated data, then you can evaluate. Then you can do BI and AI and ML and all that other wonderful stuff. But if you don't do that first, if you don't establish that truth first, then your meaning is going to be meaningless. Good decisions you make on bad data are just bad decisions you don't know about yet. Then you want to communicate. How do you get everybody on the same page? How do you get a common understanding? Do we speak the same language? Think about the words people use in business when they're struggling to understand data. How many times do you walk into a meeting and you've got a report and it's got 12 and the person across the Zoom screen's got nine and three of them are different and you're arguing about the definition of whatever and before you know it, the meeting's over. Happens all the time. You've got to communicate. And if you want to build relationships, you must communicate. Just ask anyone you love. Finally, you want to circulate. That data can't get stuck somewhere in a PDF. It can't be locked in a silo. It can't be held by you in your special little program somewhere that nobody else gets to take a look at. No, data has got to move across an organization. That's where data gets value. You have to bring your data as close to the decision-making process as possible. It's got to circulate. Those are the eight eights of data value, ladies and gentlemen. There they are. Relate, validate, integrate, aggregate, interoperate, evaluate, communicate, and circulate. And remember, the number one one is relate. So thank you. I appreciate and I got my QR code too. All us tailors, make sure to pack our QR code. Take a look at me. Follow me if you like any of this stuff. I have a much longer video on every one of these eight eights. I also have it all written out in 
telling your data story, data storytelling for data management. If you go to techniquespub.com, use my code data whisper, you'll save a few bucks. That's for sure. But hopefully you'll get that book. And in, and in the way we talked about it, hopefully you'll destroy it. So I want to thank all of you. And oh my goodness, look at this. I got, I got plenty of time left here. Really? I can run like two more vibes. Just so, all right. A minute and 40 seconds, all right, really? Scott, thank you so much. Wow, that was so full of energy. The comments are exploding, telling telling me how much energy you bring to the stage. That's and, what I try and do, Kate. And I love how the tailors use their QR codes effectively. I love, did you guys did you guys think about this beforehand or some plan? I, 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 I use a QR code when you made that mention. I made sure it was, you know, in there. So we want to, we're always trying to impress you, Kate. One way or the other. Awesome. Let me look at the comments here. Do we have any? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, we, have yeah. We, I think we have a couple hundred comments, Scott. So let's start with my first question to you is, what is your favorite eight? My favorite eight has got to be relate. It has to be relate. Relate, right. it's all about relationships. Every business is about relationships. People forget about that. Or they forget that they're even working on things about relationships. Yeah. I mentioned it. The math is very simple. If you do not have relationships, you do not have a business. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, simple as that. So you got to relate. Starts with relate. Also, a lot of comments about your hat. So I know you always wear the truth hat. And there's a question here from, from Gordon about the truth. So philosophers have been searching for truth for millennia. Can we really define a single source of truth now? You know, I, when I talk about truth and meaning, I talk about it in a business sense, like in a practical, operational, production-oriented business sense. I don't get too philosophical around, you know, kind of mystical truth versus meaning in our own our own personal journey. We've all got to go and find, you know, our own truth and our own meaning. But if you think about it in a data perspective, data management must find the truth for their organization. They must manage the truth. They can handle the truth. So you've got to somehow get down and buckle down and go, okay, what do we mean by customer? What do we mean by product? What do we mean by market? If you don't have those common truths and you get hung up on the philosophical part, you're not going to be able to move forward with the value you want out of data. That makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, question here from Kalyan. He's asking, what are the problems with traditional data management these days? What's happening? It, it's from the way I look at the space, data management is more valuable now and more important than ever. It is macro trend agnostic. No matter what people are saying about cloud and IoT and digital transformation and transforming you know, consumer experience, customer, that all takes foundational data, structured data, well-managed data. The challenge is, and I wrote a whole book about it, the stories the data managers are telling to their own leadership, to their own business stakeholders, to get them involved, those stories haven't been working. Yeah. They are laden with 20, 30-year-old terminology. They're laden actually with either really highly technical, relatively impossible to figure out stuff that they might tell a business person. Ben mentioned that too, don't use that language. Yeah. Or they have really emotional, tactical words like quality, cleanliness, hygiene. Data quality is super important, but people don't care about quality at the executive level. It's really emotional. It's really subjective. So start, number one, change the vocabulary you use to talk about this space. Point it at the business value and 
you know, you'll get more funding for data management. I'm the data management, you know, champion and cheerleader here. So I know you're all about selling it to the business. So I, I totally get that. That's it. Um, you mentioned relate was your favorite. So I figured this question would be perfect for you from Kelly. What is the best way to build a relationship? You know, any, but if you think about relationship in this context, we're talking about customer relationships, like customer, client, vendor, partner. Yeah. And if you sort of put a, a, a layer of your own personal experience on it, relationships look for engagement. They look for empathy. They look for understanding each other. You want to build a good relationship with a customer. You show them the benefits of what you have to offer in a way that they see it as something that they've got to do. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. there's thousands of books written on build, building relationships, but for our part of the world, a really important part, if you're an enterprise, is to collect, manage, structure, organize all of the data you've got about relationships, either actual ones or potential ones, and keep that in a trusted way that everybody can get access to the right stuff, the right place, and the right time, but build that truth about your relationship, yeah. and that's the best way to build a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, question from Kathleen. What resources do you recommend for updating the stories around the need for data management? Gee, where's my book here? Oh, 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 there's a there's a really good one. Oh, I got to point the right <laughs> way. Here's the number one resource right there. Tell you oh, there you go. Yes, here. Tech, yeah. You know, tech pubs, uh, tech mix pubs. And I go through it, again, just not to plug the book so much, but it, it's it. I think it's the only data storytelling book that's about data management. And there's a lot of great data storytelling books. You've got some great authors on this on this agenda here about data storytelling for analytics. Yeah. Use telling stories with data. You've got to be able to tell stories about your data as well. There's two types of data storytelling out there, one with analytics and one with data management. You've got to understand them both. Your enterprise has to accept and and really support both of those if you want to be successful with data. Yeah. So you um, you mentioned in your book that it's 99% buzzword free. I can't find the exact question here, but uh, I think Al Salami asked, "Where what, what's with the 1%? What where's the, right, where's the 1% there? Well, you know, I, you can round it up to 100%, but nothing's 100%, Al. We all know that. I'm sure I slipped a couple in there. And, you know, one man's technical jargon is another person's buzzword. But, uh, you know, there's probably a, a little bit in there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to overpromise. Okay? Got it. I, I didn't want to overpromise. So, because of time, we are going to take our last question from Jessica. Okay. What is the biggest nonsense nonsense thing that you've heard about data? What? Oh, that's. A, let me think. Uh, I think a lot of the words that people use. I don't want to pick on anything. Are really nonsense about that. The biggest. Here it is. Data is the new oil. So I don't want to take any, and I'm, I'm going to tee up my, my great friend and, and somebody I really, you know, think the world of and, 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 and Doug Laney coming up here is going to talk about how data is not the new oil, but that slogan has taken the data world and veered it off of some kind of ridiculous cliff. The only thing I'll mention that I'm sure Doug's not going to mention is that some people say that caveman drawings were the actual first data, which based on Flintstone timing, makes data older than oil. So how could it be the new oil? There you go, so. That's actually true. Yeah, that's a good point. I oh, wonder if that was gonna mention there that. You go. Yeah. Scott, <laughs> I, want, I want to thank you. Uh, there's so many uh, comments telling people, yes. Yeah, so, 
Rachel's here, Aaron's here. Yes, data management, the truth. Uh, too many comments to address really, but I really appreciate everybody engaging. I know we're doing book giveaways and we're gonna continue on to the next part of the data party. So Scott, I wanna thank you so much for your time. You always bring it, so I really appreciate it. Uh, I'll thank see you, you online. Cheers, bye-bye everybody.